You're listening to Inside Out. Inside Out with Tim Gilligan is a podcast providing weekly biblical insight to encourage you on your walk with God. What you do day by day takes you to your future. And most of the time, the greatest fruit in your life is cultivated through the small spiritual disciplines you exercise on a consistent basis. This podcast is meant to help you live a life that is happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. And now, let's get ready for Pastor Tim. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome once again to Inside Out. Thank you for joining me today for this podcast. And all of these podcasts are uh, rather short. They're 10 to 12 minutes or so. And uh, I want to encourage you to go back, even if you've already listened to these the first time, go back and listen to the last couple of episodes as we're talking about peace. And I want to continue on that idea, um, at least for the next few episodes. Uh, It's a major Bible theme. It's a major Old Testament and New Testament theme. And uh, come on, folks, let's face it. I need peace. You need peace every day. Peace does not grow here. Uh, naturally. It's not indigenous to this world. And so there is no peace to be found here. Uh, God is the only real source of real peace, and we have to get our peace from Him. And it comes through a relationship with Him. Jesus made peace for us. He is the Prince of Peace who built the bridge so you and I could come back to the God of peace and actually have peace from God. God alone is the source of real peace. And here's just bottom line, there is no peace apart from God. And the peace with God allows for peace from God. And um, here's the daily application of this. Peace is yours for the asking. Um, Every day, multiple times through the day, I simply am saying, Lord, I need your peace. Lord, I receive your peace. Lord, I thank you for your peace. And uh, God is not a withholder. He will give us peace. Jesus paid a dear price so that you and I could have peace in our life for all of the challenges, all of the situations, all of the things that we endure and uh, face in this life. Well, um, I want to talk a little bit about levels of peace because there certainly are levels of peace. I've used the illustration that uh, peace in your soul, which is where you need it in your soul, uh, is like oil in your car engine. And um, you want to make sure that that is full and that that is in good, clean condition. Um, And the same is true of peace. So um, life, conditions of life, outcomes in life are, they're directional. Um, Everything is really about directions. The Bible talks a lot about it, you know, the paths of life. Um, We look at patterns and practices in our life, and they're all going to take you somewhere. The Bible even uses the word repent. Repent really means change your direction. Turn around, turn your heart, turn your mind back to God. And remember, God alone is the source of real peace. So life is very, very directional. Um, you know, so if I'm headed in the wrong direction, um, I'm not going to get right results. If you are driving, and I looked this up online, if you drive south on the Florida Turnpike, and we're in Ocala, Florida, north central Florida, if you drive south on the Florida Turnpike for four and a half hours, you should not be surprised when you end up in Miami. Okay, there's no two ways about it. If you drive four and a half hours south on the Florida Turnpike from where we're at, 
you should not be surprised that you end up in Miami. Now, if you drive four and a half hours north from where we are, you're never going to make it to Miami that way. Uh, You're going in the wrong direction. Psalm 34 verse 14 says, turn away, that's directional, turn away from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. In other words, it's saying you need to reroute. So if we're going to have peace in our life and full measure, full levels of peace, uh, we're going to have to pay very close attention to our direction and when need be, uh, you know, change direction, repent, reroute uh, so that we can end up where we're really trying to get to. Well, the first level of peace that is kind of obvious uh, is no peace, no peace. In Isaiah 48, verse 22, it says, There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. No peace for the wicked. God said so. Well, who are the wicked? Um, This is written in Isaiah, Old Testament, written in Hebrew. That word in the Old Testament Hebrew, wicked, means wrong, ungodly. If you go into the root of it and the etymology of that, it is actually twisted. So if you start on the right route, but you twist it, you're going to get off the route. So then you're wrong. And by definition, that's wicked because it's wrong and it's ungodly. Only God is right. His way is right. His truth is is right. There are two ways to do anything. There's God's way. There's any other way. And again, that's directional. So no peace. Well, Isaiah 59 verse 8 in the New Living Translation says they don't know where to find peace or what it means to be just and good. They have mapped out crooked roads, and no one who follows them knows a moment's peace. Notice again, it's directional. So wrong way, no peace. And in our culture today, it's amusing and it's extremely frustrating that people will try to justify and argue um, to go the wrong way. And you can justify and argue all you want, but if you go the wrong way, you will not have peace. I'm going to say it again. You can justify, argue all you want, but if you go the wrong way, there is no peace. Isaiah 32, 17 in the message paraphrase says, where there's right, there'll be peace. So the first level of peace is no peace, and it has everything to do with direction. The second level of peace that I want to talk about today is just peace. And that's the exact stream and dramatic opposite of no peace. It's the minimal level, but it is starkly different. It is incredible. Once you have peace with God, you did not have that before. And now you can have, as a result of having peace with God, you can have peace from God. And Jesus gives us his peace in John 14, 27. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So this is a brand of peace that will keep your heart from being troubled and afraid. And this is also, Jesus said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Now context here in John 14, Jesus is preparing his disciples that he's about to leave And so he's leaving his peace. It's like he's handing out his gear. I'm going back to heaven, and here's what I used while I was here. I'm giving it to you. And he said, so here, I want to give you my peace. 
and it's an incredible piece. Uh, it's noticeable, and it makes a massive difference in our life, and that is to have this peace, Jesus' peace, guard your heart, guard your mind, passes understanding. Um, I do not want to live a moment without peace. So we have no peace, peace, and then there's a, a little stronger level, and it's called great peace. In Psalm 119, verse 165, the psalmist writes, great peace have those who love your law, and nothing causes them to stumble. So let's break down some of the words here for a moment. Great peace have those who love your law. Great is abundant, multiplied, uh, overflowing. Great peace, that's the Hebrew word you might be familiar with, shalom, and it means to be safe, well, happy, whole, and the list continues. Great peace have those who love your law. So love here is to love like a dear friend. And this is the brand of love that you would sacrifice, you would, you would fight for, you would, you would put yourself in peril. Um, you love like a dear friend. Great peace have those who love your law. Now, we bristle at the idea of law, um, someone telling us what to do, rules, and so forth, but it's not that at all. It is his law, his precepts, statutes, teachings, but the root of that word Actually, is to point out as if by aiming the finger, to teach, to point. It's directional again. So God's word, his law, tells us which way to go so that we can have his peace. And you will have great peace when you love God's law. Let me rephrase that. I love God telling me what to do. We've got to learn, love, and live God's word. Make it law for you, and you'll have great peace. One final thought on this too, Isaiah 54, 13 says, all your children, and I can't tell you how dear my children and now my grandchildren are to me, all your children shall be taught by the Lord, of the Lord, about the Lord, and listen to this, and great shall be the peace of your children. That's what I want more than anything for my kids and their kids, is great shall be the peace of your children. Well, the inverse is true. Your children can have great peace if they're taught of the Lord. The inverse of that is true. If they're not taught of the Lord, they don't have a chance of really having that peace. It's going to guard their hearts and minds and get them through this life. Let's teach our kids, teach our grandkids, and let's be the living lesson right in front of them so that they too can find not just the peace, but the God of peace. Well, I speak peace to you. I pray that you have an awesome week. Join me the next time. Go back and listen to the previous few episodes and make sure you join me for the next few episodes as we talk about peace. Until then, peace to your house. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Inside Out. If this content has been helpful to you, it would mean a lot if you'd leave a review or share this with others on social media. For more teachings and resources, you can visit Meadowbrook Church online at mbcocala.com. And if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send an email to podcast at mbcocala.org. That's all for today. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Out with Tim Gilligan.